Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is the founder of Pretty Holt Online Boutique, Miss Sharice Coleman. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I became, ironically, um, we kind of got some of the same mutual friends. So I would see a page and, you know, the, you had the online boutique and you was doing a lot of things. What made you start, decide to start an online boutique? So actually, it was my cousin's idea um, about not five, quite five years ago. Um, she was a chef or she is a chef. And she said, you know, she didn't want to work in a kitchen forever. And I was like, we were just having a conversation. I said, well, what is your dream? What do you want to do? And she was like, oh, I, I want to own a boutique. I've always wanted to own a fashion boutique. And I was like, oh, really? And I was like, so I started asking her questions. Brick and mortar, click and order, like what kind? And she was just like, well, eventually I think I want to have a storefront. But to start, like just selling stuff at the time, I needed a tax shelter. <laughs> and that's just real. I needed somewhere to invest and to, you know, um, business-wise. And I was like, well, do you want, do you want a partner? Like, because of course I love fashion. Um, I was dressing people. Like I would, you know, do certain stuff with people. And we ended up going into a partnership. So it originally started as a partnership, me and my cousin. Now, what year did you guys start? We started um, in April of 2015. We didn't officially launch the website until um, maybe like September of 2015. But yeah, we started like doing all the research and uh, marketing, setting up things and getting like vendors and stuff like that back in April of 2015. Okay. So... Um... Do is do you all appeal to different size women? Do you appeal to all sizes or? Yeah. So when we first started out, we we tried to be all inclusive um, with our sizing. So the sizing can go from uh, extra small up to four XL or four X. It depends because four extra large and four X is totally different, which is something I learned. Um, Extra large is just a size bigger, but 4X is made for plus size women. So it's just a little difference there, but we try to be all inclusive with our pieces. Um, I find though that not a lot of um, plus size women, like there, I think if you have a niche for plus size women, then that's awesome. And I see that being something that more plus size women um, gravitate to. Because we're so uh, diverse with everything, I mostly get though people. And just regular sizes. I do have plus sizes though. Okay. You you mentioned earlier, like when you first started talking that you you were considering the like brick and mortar. Is that still an option or no, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> never. I never wanted a brick and mortar store. Um, just the simple fact that it costs a lot and who's going to manage? Like, I just feel like this world is now a click and order with everything. Um, I do sometimes offer your local um, pop-ups. Like I do pop-ups every now and again. I actually do styling sessions. I actually um, used to allow people to um, make an appointment with me and like pick out the items that they wanted to try on and, and you know, things like that. But I'm mostly just a, it's an online boutique. I want it to self-run <laughs> pretty yeah. much. 
Now, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced? Um, some of the biggest challenges, um, one was just, um, well, I, I'm no longer a partnership. So that was one thing. Um, I just found that, you know, in this process, I found a passion for it and she found a passion for something else. And she, she's gone on to do other things. So we separated the business, um, last year. So it just all became solely me. Um, so I think the challenges um, that I faced so far was one, just knowing who to enter business with, um, two, uh, just um, staying consistent um, and making sure that, you know, you network and um, get your brand out there and things like that. And the fact that this is not a full-time thing for me. So it's kind of uh, time management for me is also an issue. Um, I have also said, like, challenges have also been just working with certain vendors. Certain vendors um, can disappoint you, <laughs> but that's about it. Those are some of the challenges. Was it, a, was it a big adjustment going from a partnership to just you? Not really, because I did most of the technical stuff. Like, I built the website. I maintained and managed the website. Um, I did a lot of the, I did a lot of things like 90% myself. So it kind of wasn't. And that's just, you know, and that's, you know, like I said, if someone has a passion for something, they poured themselves into it. And I just felt like, you know, if I'm going to do all this, might as well just do it myself. (laughs) Now, you know, they always say a mother's job is never done. And you also have a nine to five. So how do you balance family, nine to five, and your business? Um, well, my son is my why. So everything I do is for him. Um, and I try to um, make as much time for him as possible. My job, my nine to five is pretty flexible, um, where I can actually um, work on some of my business goals there. Um, or, you know, it's it, and I use um, apps that help me plan out and um, maintain my social media presence when I'm actually not on social media. So I use apps like Planoly and things like that. So I do have a lot of free time to spend with my kid. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. Are you, is it like, do he, do you, are you actually teaching him the business? So maybe like one day he can take it over or? <laughs> So when he was about 12, I asked him, you know, what he thought about going into business, what would be a business idea for him and things like that. He actually has an LLC, but he has not decided to do anything with it. (laughs) I set him up with an LLC a long time ago. Um, this is not his passion. So I talked to him about investments. I talked to him about, I talked to him about everything though, because until he knows what he's passionate about, you know, not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. I understand. You also have actually been, to my surprise, you've actually been pretty open about being a diabetic. Mm -hmm. How has that changed your life? So, um, in 2014, I did like a 40-day detox with my esthetician where I didn't have meat, dairy, uh, caffeine, alcohol, or sugar, right? Didn't even know I was that. 
And I lost like almost 18 pounds doing that. At the time, I was almost 200 pounds. And I decided like, I need to make a change because I had never been uh, over like a size eight until that time. And I was like, oh, I need to make a change. So that year, I transitioned to a vegan lifestyle after I did the detox for like a year. And I lost uh, 57 pounds, just changing my lifestyle. I started working out with a trainer and eventually I added uh, meat back, not meat, seafood back to my diet. So I became a pescatarian. I was working out, working out, working out fine, maintaining my weight. And in 2018, I went for a checkup and my sugars were off the chart. And they were like, do you have this symptom? Do you you recall this symptom? I'm like, no. They were like, Sharice, you have type 2 diabetes. What? You didn't notice this? And I was like, well, I noticed I started gaining weight and I couldn't understand why because nothing had changed. Well, my body stopped processing like the sugars from like potatoes and rice and things like that. So because my sugars were so high, they put me on like three different medications and to to get them back lower. And they were like, you're going to have to restrict your, you know, what you eat again. So I did that. And um And the reason why I was really focused on doing it is because my older sister um, passed away from diabetes in 2014. So sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. She was type one. So I was very, very um, disciplined when they told me, hey, you have this issue. So, yeah. And um, and I just have tried to maintain a lifestyle where I don't have to be on medication. That's just my goal. I mean, are you still currently taking the medication? Mm-mm. No. Oh, so you, oh, so you off the meds? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. great. The great. way I the way I eat and uh and and used to work out. <laughs> yes. Oh, you don't, but you don't do the working out part anymore. I just uh I I still have a gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been to the gym since May of last year. I just don't know what it is. I just have not been uh consistent. I haven't wanted to get in my car and go. I used to have an accountability partner that worked out with me all the time and she's the same way. Like she's doing home workouts and things like that. I have a trail right outside my house when it's nice weather. I try to get out there but I haven't done that either. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole the, the, see the the whole that I'm I'm glad you were like open about it because the whole diabetes thing is like it's really it's like a silent killer. And then people sometimes eventually, of course, you're gonna pass away from anything. But just mm-hmm. with diabetes, like even even when you don't die it just takes so much of your quality of life away when it really progresses it's one of the few things and i'm terrified to catch it because um my mom has it it's, it runs in, it actually runs in the family and it's it's something you can actually prevent with diet and exercise but i've actually gotten better at it but man it's it's scary that's one of the few things that scared me yeah i am um, because i am a i try to say a multi-passionate um, and a serial entrepreneur, I do have a health and wellness business that, you know, I've learned some things about black seed oil and how that can help, you know, regulate blood sugars and um, things like that. So, you know, there, there are things out there that are in nature, plant-based, that can help. Okay. 
Now, everyone has their definition of success. What is your definition of success? Oh, wow. <laughs> that is true. Um, my definition of success is um, freedom. If you are living your life um, and, and be working your passion, like working in your purpose, working in your passion, and it allows you freedom. And by freedom, I mean time freedom, economic freedom, whatever that means for you. That to me is success. Okay. What has been the most rewarding thing about being an entrepreneur? I would say um, meeting lots of different people. Um, I've come across so many uh, wonderful people, Um, not just supporters of my business, but mentors. Um, just, uh, people that pour into, uh, me growing as far as an entrepreneur, people that I've been able to feed, um, some knowledge into just the relationships, the networking, um, things like that. What are are some of the best ways people can support you? Um, really just, I don't necessarily say like people can uh, shop my business. I mean, sharing a post to me is is awesome. Uh, Liking a post, commenting on a post to me is is support. I just, you know, anything that they deem that they want to do. (laughs) You know, it's it's funny that you mentioned sharing a post because I'm gonna tell you a quick. Well, I'm gonna tell you a story, and I talked about it to you offline. But just to the listeners, you shared a um, post from a, um, a clothing company called Just Cozy Bear. Just Cozy. Oh, Just Cozy. Okay, Just Cozy. And <laughs> because you shared it, I saw the sweatshirt. I liked it, and and then I and then I got I sent the the person a message. I don't I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but I I talked to a person. Mm-hmm. They were really. It's a what? It's actually so. It's an old coworker of mine who became a great friend. Her teenage sons started that business. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So I think in my post I said, "Please support these young high school entrepreneurs." So yeah. Okay. You know what? I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even see that part. I just saw the sweatshirt. I was like, "Man, that's a that's a nice shirt." So I reached out to him. Um, they were really, you know, they were really professional and I was, and I ended up getting one. So it's like, because you shared the post, they end up getting business. I I, I tend to um, share everybody's stuff. <laughs> like I am, even though I own a clothing boutique, I shop other boutiques. And when I wear their pieces, I actually tag them in it. Like I'm, I'm a share the wealth type person. There's no, there's room for everybody, um, and I just believe in good juju. So you know, I just, I don't. I love when people support one another. I mean, like I said, it's it's enough out here for everybody to eat. So I definitely, yeah, you, I can truly say that you, you are a woman of your words. You do share people's stuff. You are supportive. So for that, I definitely commend you. Thank you. Um, before we go, I wanted you to have an opportunity to tell the people how they can follow you, um, how they can see the, your work on the boutique and things like that. 
Okay, so my boutiques page on, I'm, I'm actually on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, um, and each one is, uh, and Twitter. I think I said Twitter, I don't know. But it's um, at Pretty Hope Online Boutique on pretty much all of those platforms. Um, the website is www.shopprettyhope.com. So shop, S-H-O-P, pretty, P-R-E-T-T-Y, and then hote, H-A-U-T-E.com. Um, and you can sign up for the newsletter there. Um, I try to I try to be better with my newsletters. Um, this week I shared um, a tidbit. We're all stuck in the house. A lot of the stores are um, out of supplies, out of um, hand sanitizer. So I actually shared a tip with my uh, newsletter um, subscribers on how to make your own home base uh, hand sanitizer. So yeah. <laughs> check that, you can check that out for myself. Um, again, I truly thank you for um, taking the time to do this. I wish you all the best with your brand and everything else you're doing. And hopefully and prayerfully, you stay healthy and continue to manage the diabetes as well as you know. Same to you. And we can chat offline about some um, tips for that too. Okay. And um, I just want to take the time also to thank everyone who's listening to the podcast. Thank you for your continuous support. You all have a great day.